How are you doing guys? Hope you're well. My name is Jay Bardwaj and this is Think Football. Today we've got a good few topics to talk about. The Premier League is starting tonight. I mean I'm buzzing for it. Who doesn't love the Premier League? Like come on. So hey, we're going to go in with our predictions today. We'll also give our Carabao Cup predictions, FA Cup predictions and see who's going to be promoted in the Championship. And we've also got to talk about the elephant in the room, don't we? Lena Messi. I mean... Probably the weirdest transfer in a good while. So hey, let's get into it. Alright, let's start with the Prem, why don't we? We might as well. I mean, in 20th place, I'm going for Brentford. I really feel like this is going to be a bit of a flop of a season for them. I mean, they've got players like Tony, who I think will get a good few goals. But there's not really that many players that really catch my eye. Who I think to myself, okay, he's going to light up the Prem. They haven't really got that kind of quality in their side to kind of like stay in the Premier League. And plus it's their first time in the Premier League in a good while. So yeah, I just can't see them performing that well. They're going to be very attacking, don't get me wrong. They'll be a very, very attacking side. But eh, they, they just don't do it for me. And number 19, I'm going for Norwich. I feel like a lot of people have been Norwich in relegation zone. Because, well, they've lost Buendia. And that is probably the biggest loss for any club this season. I mean, that guy is... That guy is literally such a baller. Like, for him to go to Aston Villa, I'm surprised he went there. I feel like a team like Arsenal or even Tottenham should have got him. Because he's just phenomenal. Honestly, just phenomenal. And I can't believe no one actually took him whilst he was in the Championship. That was, in my opinion, their perfect chance to. And yeah, well, I just... I just can't see him doing well this year in Norwich. I mean, hopefully they prove me wrong, because I do like Norwich as a team. I do like their players, Pookie, Kanwa, and they had a new player, Rashika. I think he can do quite well. But, defensively, they're not the strongest. They are not the strongest at all. And I thought that's going to be their pretty, pretty much their biggest downfall. Oh yeah, Norwich is 19 for me. Now, number 18. This is going to shock a lot of people, I think. And I'm going for Southampton. I thought like this is going to be the season they fall, big time. Losing Ings is just a massive sign already that they're going downhill. They're really going to go downhill for this season. Yeah, they've got good players like Vestergaard, uh, Redmond, Shea Adams, but I just I just can't see them finishing ahead of the other teams I'm going to mention soon. I feel as though the other teams have made much stronger signings, don't get me wrong. And yeah, they've signed Armstrong. But going from Championship to Premier League without ever playing in the Premier League, too much of a jump, too, too much of a jump. In number 17th, I'm going for Brighton, 16th Palace, 15th Watford and 14th Burnley. These four teams, I feel like, as well as the relegation teams I've, I've said, these are the teams that are just going to be battling to avoid relegation. Brighton, they're usually always in this position every year, but they always manage to stay up and I feel like they will again. Palace, I feel like Vieira can do the job there, he, he, can, he can pull them up a bit. Yeah, they're not going to finish, in my opinion, top 10 or anything, but I think he'll do a decent job. And yeah, as for Watford, I feel like all the promoted teams, they're going to want it the most. And I feel like they've made good signings. They've actually made some good signings, starting off with Dennis. This guy is actually pretty good. He's got the pace, he's a brilliant dribbler, and I think he'll do well in the Premier League. I feel that Watford's going to play him on the left wing, and potentially have King up front, which probably makes sense for them, to be honest. But even playing King and Dennis in a double strike force 
That that could be deadly. That could be deadly. And young players like Hal Pedro, he he's gonna get picked up by a big club soon. I can just see it. Maybe in a foreign club like Borussia Dortmund. He's he's top quality. As for a team like Burnley, I don't know Burnley. I thought as though they've just been a bit standstill in the transfer market. I don't really know anyone they've signed. And keeping players like Dwight McNeil, Tarkowski, Ben Mee. Massive for the club, don't get me wrong, because obviously a lot of clubs do want them. But they need to sign more players. They need, their midfield lacks massively in my opinion. I feel as though they need like a proper playmaker in there. You know, the one who just, who makes everyone tick. You know, makes the team tick. That's all they need. If they can get someone like that, I mean, potentially, who could we talk about? So, someone like a Shakiri kind of player. I'm not saying go ahead and go to Shakiri because by the looks of it, he's going to Leon. But yeah, that kind of player, you know, who just sees passes and no one else can. And Burnley have the money. They do have the money. They've hardly spent it in the last two or three seasons. So they can go out and spend it. But they just need to spend it wisely. That's the biggest thing. And hopefully, spend on their depth as well. Because their depth is not good. I mean, other than Tarkowski and Ben Mead, they don't really have many good centre-backs. Now in 13th, I'm going for Newcastle. This is just going to be a bang average season for them. They're going to win a lot. They're going to lose a lot. I can't really see them shocking anyone. They've got great players like Sim Maximum. Callum Wilson, who's very underrated in my opinion, and to all my FPL fans out there, he's one to watch. Trust me, that guy's one to watch. He's just nixing goals. Even if they lose that like, 2-1 or something, he's usually the kind of guy who scores that one goal for them. And I thought like they'll do quite well in that sense. But yeah, I'm going for Newcastle in 13th. Right, now for 12th, 11th and 10th. So 12th, I'm going for Everton. 11th, I'm going for Wolves, and 10th, I'm going for Leeds. Everton is just... They're just a weird club, aren't they? They spend a lot of money, but it seems like they spend a lot of money on the wrong person. I mean, Sigerson, um Yeah, he's a, bit of a, he's a bit of a strange one now. I mean, 50 million for him. Firstly, that was just a poor, poor signing. And secondly, I don't even know what that guy's on right now. I mean, yeah, it looks like he's going to prison. Maybe, maybe doing some dodgy stuff, but yeah. Let's forget about that. Players like Richardson, he's he's been good, but for the price tag, I wouldn't say he's been that that fantastic. Say they brought him for about 30 million, I would have thought to myself, okay, yeah, they got a good signing. But 50 million. Nah, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been that great. I think he's very overrated as well. Very overrated. I mean he doesn't bag more than 15 goals a season, does he? You know? Players like Danny Ings do. Underrated players like Danny Ings. And then you got players like Richarlison who just He'll probably have like one good game out of like five and then all of a sudden people think he's brilliant, you know? So yeah, I'm just going for Everton finishing 12. I don't think they're going to have a brilliant season. Rafael could do the job, you know? He could pull it out of the bag and do something spectacular because, I mean, he was brilliant with Liverpool, so who knows what's going to happen. But for me, 12 is probably reasonable. As for Wolves, they've kept a lot of good players. That's one of the main things. They've kept Neto. At the moment, they've kept Traore. And Jimenez especially. So to keep players like that, that is good for the club. And to sign Trincao from Barcelona is a pretty good deal. I mean, they've only got him on loan, but the way Barcelona's going right now, they may be able to get him on option to buy because, yeah, they're, they're a bit of a sticky situation right now, aren't they? They're in a bit of a sticky one. We'll talk about that in a bit. We'll talk about that in a bit. Now, yeah, Leeds finishing 10th. 
Yeah, that, that, that's a good one for them, I'd say. Bielsa, what a manager. I feel like he could actually win a trophy this season. Not the Premier League, but potentially the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup. And I feel as though they need that right now. They need that. I think Bielsa needs that if he wants to stay here even longer. He needs that kind of trophy. Because at the moment, finishing mid-table, it's not where Leeds want to be. There's no denying that because they are actually a very good team. They've got brilliant players. Rafinha and Rodrigo. They're a pretty good combination. I can't lie. They're, that duo is pretty good. And yeah, I think 10th is probably a good spot for them. I'd see that as a bit of a positive for them. I feel like if they finish 10th, it will be a good season overall. Finishing 10th with a trophy will be even better though. And I feel like that should happen. Moving on to 9. I'm going for West Ham. I thought that last season, they kind of shocked everyone because the season before that, they flopped big time. Like, big time. And then this season, David Moyes just transformed them just like that. Don't know what happened. But they had this kind of kick in their step. They wanted to win the game. They wanted to fight for every single ball. But this season, I don't think they've made the good signings to keep them to that level. They need another centre-back. Someone like Kurt Zuma would be perfect. They signed Milinkovic from Fiorentina, but... I haven't seen too much about him. I don't think he's actually been that great in Syria. He's been average, I'd say. He's not that kind of signing that's going to transform their defence, in my opinion. They need someone with Premier League experience. Someone like Tarkowski, Zuma, like I said before. Or even someone like Nat Phillips, who could actually come in and do the job for them. I feel like they're missing that kind of player. Just to give them give them more safety in the back line. Because midfield and attack, brilliant. Ben Rama, what a baller. What a baller. Him and Buendia, they're going to be lining up the Premier League this season. I can't lie, they're going to be good. And yeah, number 8th, I'm going for Arsenal. So yeah, that, that might shock a lot of people, but they're just not cutting it for me at the moment. And the main reason why is Arteta. That guy, I, I don't think he knows what he's doing half the time. I, I don't know what he's doing after the time. He hasn't been able to do a good job there at all. I thought that he's been a flop. But they've made some good signings. They've made some top signings, actually. I think Ben White... He's been overlooked by a lot of people. Yeah, he played for Brighton and it's a big fee. But Brighton conceded the third fewest goals last season. That shows something. That actually shows how good he is. You know? And I, thought, I don't think he's going to try potentially transform that defence. But he, he'll do a good job. He'll do a good job. But at the same time, their midfield is lacking big time for me. Big time. And their attack, obviously, is brilliant. Saka, Bamiang, even Martinelli. They're some good players. But if they get themselves like a proper, proper centre mid, like Basuma, Basuma would be perfect. Imagine having Party just behind Basuma and letting Basuma be that kind of box-to-box, Kante kind of midfielder. They'll, they'll do quite good in that kind of sense. But yeah, for me, the biggest letdown for the club is their manager. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's that good. It's a seventh spot. Seventh spot. I'm going for Spurs. Tottenham Hotspur. For me... I just don't know about that club. I just don't know. Because they're, they're the kind of team that could actually really, really do well. Because they've got the players. Don't get me wrong. They have the players. Son, Kane, Lucas Moore even. And their new signing, Gil. is a pretty, pretty good signing for them. I can't know. But yeah, they're just... I don't know. When I feel like... When I look at the other teams that I'm going to be mentioning soon. I have way more confidence in them. I feel like their manager's... Better, I can't lie. The managers are better, and they have more chemistry with the team. And with Spurs, it's just kind of like they've got individual good players, but as a collective unit, they're not the greatest. 
and their defence for me is shocking. Doherty or Rier, I don't know what they're doing half the time. And I thought like they need a proper proper centre back, yeah they signed Romero. But he's young, he's still young, he's about 22-23. They need someone with Premier League experience. They need, not even just Premier League experience, they need someone with Champions League experience maybe. Someone like, even if they go for someone old, or older should I say. Someone like Pepe, get him on the cheap. Yeah, that's probably an unrealistic signing to a lot of people, but that's the kind of player Tottenham need. They need someone for the next few years just to put them straight in a sense. Put them in line to where they want to go, their defence anyway. And I thought it was like this season, that's going to be their biggest letdown because obviously in attack, you can't fault it, can you? You've got Son and Kane. I mean, what, what more could you want, you know? And yeah, a lot of people are saying Kane could be going this season. I, I can't see it. Yeah, and I thought it was like the club would just want way too money for him, which I don't think he's worth that much money, to be honest. I mean, what they're saying now, 140 plus 20 million add-ons? Or is it 120 plus 20 million? It's just stupid money now. It honestly is just stupid money. But that's what football's come today. And now, and now for the good part. This is the good part. Top six. Before I get into it, I'd just like to hear your thoughts. I want to hear to your predictions as well. So remember, follow my Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all by the name of Think Football. Follow them and comment below your Premier League predictions because I'd love to see it. I want to hear your opinions as well. Opinions on my podcast. Tell me what you think about my kind of opinions, where I feel like teams are going to be placed. Let me know, and I'd love to discuss it with you. So moving on to sixth, I'm going for Leicester. I feel as though we can officially say Leicester is a top six team. Get get Tottenham out of the chat. Get Tottenham out of this chat. Arsenal's still in it because of their history. Tottenham have no history. They aren't winning trophies. You know? Leicester are creating history right now. From winning the Premier League to going on this fantastic run in the last two seasons with Brendan Rodgers. I thought that we can finally say they were top 16. And anyone who doesn't, I felt, I thought that they just don't watch football anymore because how can you not say this is the top 16? Look at the way they play. Look at the trophies they're currently winning. The FA Cup, Community Shield against Man City. I mean, what more, more could you want from the club? And they've been strong, this transfer market. You know, signing players like Dakar is fantastic. But what's even better? To keep players like... Telemans, Indeedy even, you know, and always to keep body. It's just it's just great for the club. So I feel as though sixth will be probably reasonable for them. I feel as though like they could finish higher. But the next club, which is finishing fifth for me, Aston Villa, they're gonna blow everyone out of the wall. They're gonna shock people big time. And the reason why? The signings they've made. I feel like a lot of the time when clubs make a lot of new signings, it can kind of hurt the club in a sense because it's going to take a good while for the players to get into the rhythm of the Premier League, all that kind of stuff. I mean, remember when Chelsea signed, I don't even know, who was it, Werner, Havertz, all these kind of players, big players, and they, they just couldn't really get into the rhythm of the Premier League. They found it quite hard at the start, especially, to get used to it, which obviously led to the sacking of Frank Lampard. But with Aston Villa, They've signed some top players in the sense that Buendia is one of the best playmakers in the Premier League right now. 100%. And in my opinion, he'll be my Premier League player of the season. I can see him winning that. 100% he'll be the Premier League player of the season. That guy, he's just 
fantastic. He's actually fantastic. And who knows, he could actually just stay at Villa for one season and move to an even bigger club. Because I feel like he will deserve that. Trust me, he will deserve that. And players like Bailey. Oh wow, that just came that honestly just came out of nowhere. Because I thought that a couple of years ago, a lot of a lot of teams like Man City, Man U, they were looking at him, but never really made any actions on him. Plus he got injured for a good, good while. But for Aston Villa just to snap him up, just like that, it, it's fantastic business. And not only that, they've used the money they've made from Jack Grealish. They've used that money, invested it massively well. And at the moment, they're looking to sign Cantwell as well, apparently, as a potential Grealish replacement. If they sign Cantwell, they could have one of the best attacking lines in the Premier League. Imagine this front four. Danny Ings, Cantwell, Bailey and Buendia. That front line, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. Because, well, Danny Ings, what a player. I mean, we all know how good he is in the Premier League. We don't really have to say much about him because his stats show how good he is. He assists. He scores goals virtually every game. You know? That guy is really proving his worth. And I thought that Aston Villa was actually a really good move for him. Moving to a club like potentially Tottenham or Arsenal, I don't feel that he's going to be a starter in that club. So to go to Aston Villa was definitely an upgrade from Southampton. And I feel as though he can perform well. I think he could he can get himself a good 20 goals this season. Even more. Even more. He could win the golden boot. Who knows? He's just that good. So yeah. Finishing fifth is Villa for me. Now guys. Top four. Who's going to the Champions League? We currently have Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, United. They're the four teams that are going to be in the top four. But finishing fourth, for me, I hate to say it, first going to be Liverpool. I don't feel like we've done well in the transfer market. We've signed Konate, yeah. Oh my God, what a signing. What a signing. He's actually going to be phenomenal. I feel like when Van Dijk retires, unless I don't even know how many years that's going to be. But Gomez and Konate after that is going to be fantastic. But that's long term. Thinking about it right now, we need a replacement for Genie Wijnaldum. We need that replacement. We've got Henderson, Thiago and Fabinho. That's a good midfield three. But what if someone gets injured? Milner, he's injury prone at the moment. And you can understand why because of his age. Oxley chamberlain he's always been injury prone. Naby Keita, he's injury prone. We need that reliable player in there to step up every time. Someone like Renato Sanchez, he would be pretty good for us. He would actually be really good for us. His kind of playing style just suits Klopp perfectly. And I feel like we're missing that massively. But we do have good players in the sense that obviously we're getting rid of Shakiri right now. We're getting rid of him. They're saying about 8 million to Leon. I don't think that's a good deal personally. I thought that we can get at least double because the way that guy played at Euros was just brilliant. And why wouldn't we want to get double? Um, that, that's good. That's a good sale, I'd say. Like getting rid of him in a sense, not maybe the money for him. That's not that good. But obviously, getting rid of him to make room for players like Elliot now coming in, Curtis Jones coming in. I thought that in that sense, it's been quite good for us. And in preseason, players like Minamino and Jota have been firing. They've been on fire. Like I'm buzzing to see them in the Premier League this season. But yeah, I just. I don't know what it is about Liverpool. 
I feel as though we've got the money to spend, but we don't want to spend it. I mean, I can't give you a specific number on how much money we probably earn the last couple of seasons based on trophies and that kind of stuff. But we've made a lot, and I just don't understand why why we aren't investing in our club. You know? Invest in the youth. Sign young players like Doku. When that guy came on for Belgium in the Euros, he was playing superbly. Like, honestly. Players like him, you need players like Doku, Bernardo Sanchez, Neuerhaus and Borussia Mönchengladbach. We need these kind of players now. We can't keep relying on the same players because teams will find us out. They will know how to play against us. They were already starting to know how to play against us last season. Yeah, we had injuries. So, our attack were not playing good at all. We had to rely on Jota, who was literally injured for half the season. Mane and Firmino were terrible last season. Now, yet, can't deny it, Salah. What a player. He really, really kept us intact because that was the only guy who was scoring when we needed it. The only one. So, yeah, moving on from Liverpool. Sorry, I get a bit heated with Liverpool because, you know, they're my favourite club. Uh, moving on from Liverpool, going for third. I'm going for United. They've made a good signing in Sancho. I mean, we all know they were going to sign him. We all know it was going to happen. But right now, the front three of Sancho, Martial and Rashford is scaring me. Like if, Especially Martial. If he can get on it, if he can get on form, they are going to be playing brilliant football. And I can't, I'm actually excited to see it. As much as I don't like the club, I'm excited to see their style of play, what Ole could actually potentially do with the club, them kind of players. You know, they're going to be playing so well. Three skill for attackers is going to be mad. And having players like Greenwood and Cavani as well. Attack-wise, perfect. Perfect. But here's where their problems lie. Midfield. They can't keep using Pogba as a secondary CDM. Because he's not. He's not. That guy is just an out-and-out centre mid. He's not the greatest defender. I think he's a pretty much a terrible defender. Yeah? So they need that kind of player. That kind of, who should we say, Fabinho, Casemiro kind of player. Just to sit back and let Pogba run. Let him do his thing. Sit back and just protect the defence. Who could they go for? Let's say Rice. Declan Rice could be a pretty good signing. Yeah, he's going to be hella expensive. Very expensive. But someone like him is literally what they need. Yeah, they've signed Varane, and obviously, what a signing. One of the best defenders in the world, they have signed. So him and Maguire, that's going to be brilliant. But if they're not getting that extra protection from their CDM, they're going to find it difficult. They're going to find it very difficult, because McTominay, he's good. But not Man United level. Do you know what I mean? I'd say he'd thrive at a team like Burnley, or Crystal Palace. But a team like Man United... You need that person who's willing to go for every single tackle. Someone like how Roy Keane used to be, you know? They need that kind of player. And Declan Rice, in my opinion, would be perfect. If not Declan Rice, like I said before, Casemiro. I mean, he's world-class. So, why not go for him? I mean, they've got the money. They've got the money, so they can. And yeah, I thought that third is probably a good spot for them. I don't think they'll be that 
kind of distraught in that sense with that kind of spot because I feel like the fans themselves know what they're lacking and know they're lacking a CDM. But if they don't win a trophy, that, that, that will hurt the club. That will hurt the club. Because they haven't won a trophy in a good while now. And I feel like a club like Manchester United, same with Liverpool, they need trophies. They need trophies at 100%. 100%. So the final two. We have Man City and Chelsea. Second, I'm going for Man City. I feel as though like, they've made good signings. I mean, we all know that. We, they've signed Grealish. You know, he's probably a player wanted by every club in the Premier League. Who doesn't want him? You know? He's a top, top player. And I feel as though he left at a good time. His time at Aston Villa was up, in my opinion. They weren't really winning anything. And I feel that this time in his career right now, he needs trophies. To show his worth, he needs trophies. And what, what better club to go to than Man City? But at the same time, they haven't signed a number nine. Don't get me wrong, they will score goals. 100% they score goals. But they need a number nine. They need an Aguero replacement, no matter what, what anyone says. They need an Aguero replacement. Because with a false nine, we saw it last season, they don't perform as well. They don't. And players like De Bruyne, Grealish, Sterling, Morris, they want a number nine to feed into. They need that kind of player just to bag in the goals for them. The one who's Mr. Reliable. And he usually is Aguero for them. He usually is. Jesus, he's not good enough to start for Man City. As a backup, yeah, he's good. But to start for City, I don't think he's that great. And you can tell why they want Harry Kane. I mean, the best striker in the Premier League, obviously they'd want him. They've got the money. But I don't think they'll spend it this season. Potentially next season, I think they will. But right now, I mean, who could they get? They could get Haaland. Lewandowski, even. A Benzema kind of player. Even he'd be quite good, because he can play as an out-and-out striker. Yeah, his current position is a false snapper. He can play as an out-and-out striker. And they need that. They need that. Otherwise, I don't feel like they're going to score as many goals as everyone thinks. And defensively and in midfield, they're fine. I mean, they struggled like a few seasons ago, but they're fine now. Diaz, Rodri, brilliant signings from them. And they've helped them massively. I'm finishing first. Chelsea. I mean, let's just start with Lukaku. They've signed one of the best strikers in the world. Arguably one of the best strikers, 100%. He's, at the moment, probably just behind Lewandowski and Kane. I would say. Maybe he's maybe even better than Kane, you know? At Inter Milan, the guy was scoring every time he was playing. Every time. Every game he was scoring. And to come back to Chelsea, it's brilliant for him. It's, it's time for him to prove everyone in the Premier League. He needs to show his worth. That's the main thing. And I think he will. I think he will. He's exactly the kind of player Thomas Tuchel needs. And the kind of player that fits Chelsea, you know? They had players like Giroud, Drogba, them kind of like out-and-out, kind of strong, bulky strikers, you know? They're used to them kind of players. And is one of them. So I thought they're going to do brilliantly this season. And not only that, they'll cruise past the league, honestly. They'll have maybe maximum two or three losses. They're going to win the league with ease. 
hate to say it, but yeah, I can 100% see Chelsea finishing this league first and potentially with over 100 points breaking the record. So yeah, that was my own Premier League predictions. A bit, I'd say a bit shocking. I'd say a bit shocking because I feel like a lot of people kind of predict the likes of Watford or Brighton to finish in relegation zone and usual teams like Man City or Liverpool to win the Prem. But I thought that it's going to be a very, very tough season for a lot of teams. A very tough season, but entertaining as hell. Like, I'm buzzing for it. I'm buzzing to see Villa play. I'm buzzing to see teams like Leeds, West Ham, even teams like United play. I'm excited. So yeah, let's move on to the FA Cup. So for the FA Cup, I'm going to go for Leicester versus Chelsea. Yep, it's going to be a rematch. 100% it's going to be a rematch. I thought like Leicester have upped their game big time in these kind of cup tournaments. I thought like they kind of realised how important it actually is now. They're not taking it for just another competition that they just have to kind of play. They just have to get through and that's it. They're actually taking it seriously. And obviously with Chelsea now, they're, they're, they're going to be wanting everything. They want the Champions League now. They want the Europa League. They want everything now. They want the Prem, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. They're going to want it all. And I'm going for a Chelsea win. I can see them winning the FA Cup this season, 100%. As for the Carabao Cup, I'm going to actually go for Villa versus Liverpool. And I felt that this is actually going to be one hell of a game. Honestly, like Villa vs Liverpool, two very attacking sides, it is going to be entertaining. But I think Liverpool win on penalties. I think it's going to be like a probably high scoring game, like maybe a 2-2 or 3-3 maybe. And then Liverpool to win on penalties. That's what I'm going for. As for the championship, the first two teams I think is going to be promoted is Fulham and Bournemouth. I really like the look of Bournemouth right now. Players like Danjuma, Solanke is playing quite good now. now. I thought like they can do well this season and potentially be promoted. But the third team I think that's going to be promoted is kind of based on who I want to see back in the Premier League. And I want to see Stoke City back in the Premier League. I'd love to see them back. I remember back in the day where it was Shakiri playing in there. Oh, they were actually a good side. They were a good side. They were a tough side to beat. But they just signed the wrong players, didn't they? Players like Mbula, who just didn't cut it for them, which kind of let them down massively. So yeah, for Fulham, Bournemouth and Stoke, that could be interesting, that could be interesting. And now, we have to talk about Messi, don't we? We have to talk about Messi. I mean, going from Barcelona to PSG, for free? For free? That is cool. That is cool. Imagine this team, though. Di Maria, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. What more could you want in an attack? What more could you want? You've got pace, you've got playmakers, you've got fantastic shooters in the team. It's just gonna be magic. It's literally just gonna be magic. And I'm excited to see them in the Champions League because I myself, I don't really watch Ligue 1 that much. So my kind of views will be based on the Champions League performances and the Champions League is a must for them now. It is a must. They've signed the world's best defender at the time, 
Ramos. They've signed the world's best player, Messi. And they've signed one of the most reliable midfielders in the world, Wijnaldum. In the sense that that guy, he's Mr. Reliable. He's fit all the time, and hardly ever injured. And he just does the job for every club. Perfect box-to-box midfielder. And yeah, I could just... um. I can tell that there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. There's got to be a lot of pressure on them, firstly. If they don't win the Champions League this season, it's going to be a pretty much of a failure of a season for them. Because Ligon is kind of normal for them now. Yeah, they didn't win it last season, but they've got Messi now. You know, that's all you need to say. They've got Messi now. So yeah, for that Champions League, they need to win. And if they don't, <laughs> it'll be quite funny. I can't lie. It'll be quite funny. But anyways, guys. My name is Jay Bardodge. This is Think Football. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a, hope you had a good time. And um, yeah, be sure to check out my Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, as I said before. And let me know your thoughts and opinions. So yeah, see you next Friday. Peace.